the Enfield poltergeist, hoax or real? Well, ghouls, today's episode will be on the Enfield poltergeist. Most of you will know this as the Conjuring 2 movie. It was highly requested that I do a paranormal movie review. I really do love receiving feedback from you girls, so please do not hesitate to send in any requests and any other feedback on my Instagram at horror underscore mystery underscore madness underscore Mondays. By the end of the month, we are doing a Halloween giveaway. So head on over to my Instagram to find out more information in the next coming weeks. Often when we think of ghosts, we tend to think of the most evil and spine-tingling phenomenon. This is exactly what a young family dealt with between 1977 and 1979 within a local council house at the Brimson Enfield, London. The Enfield poltergeist story began in 1977 and centred on the Hodgson family, mainly on the youngest daughter, Jeanette, mother Peggy, Daughters, Margaret, 13, and Janet, 11, and sons, Johnny, 10, and Billy, 7, were living in a semi-detached council house in Enfield. We normally hear of tales, ghostly encounters, in grander settings such as hotels, castles, and ancient buildings. Due to this reason, this ghostly encounter did spark international coverage and numerous priests, skeptics, and ghost hunters collectively visited the house from all parts of the world. James Wan, who is the director of the Conjuring franchise, dedicated a whole movie on the Enfield Ghost, causing it to be the sequel in the franchise. The Conjuring 2 featured a similar-like family in a similar-like time area. Before beginning filming due to the dark nature of this case, Wan wanted all filming sets and actors to be blessed by a priest. The movie was released in cinemas worldwide, but did have a warning poster before each viewing. Warning. The film you're about to see is psychologically and emotionally disturbing. People who have attended early screenings of the film have complained about many unusual circumstances that they have experienced after seeing the film. And to support the theory added on the poster was, Due to our concern for your well-being, we have invited Father Perez to be here. He will be available after the film to provide spiritual support and slash all conduct a personal blessing should you feel the need. Now, if you don't think that says enough, then I don't know what will. The movie portrayed a lot of what really did happen, apparently, at the real house, such as the chair sliding across the room when the officers arrived, Jeanette floating in the air, and the beds and chests of drawers floating and moving on their own. What also made the movie terrifying was that the ghost boy that Lorraine sees when astral projecting in the beginning of the film is based on a real picture of the infamous Amityville haunting. It was taken by Jean Campbell, photographer that worked with paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. By adding this real-life demonic presence, no wonder why James Wan wanted to warn his audience. Vera Framinga, who plays Lorraine Warren, also had some of her own experiences after filming The Conjuring 2 movie. I have inserted a little clip here. 
never been asked enough about it. That after my first creative conversation, I had done hours of research watching her on in interviews throughout the decades. And then James and I had to kind of make the decision whether I was going to take the role. And so James and I had a creative conversation. At the end of it, we kind of I said, Patrick, say I'm in. And I opened my computer and there was these claw marks across the, the last day of, after we got back, I flew home from North Carolina where we filmed and I, the next night, the next morning, I woke up in my own bed. And, um, and the same claw marks appeared on my thigh. Ah. Oh. Oh, wow. Yep. Now, isn't that creepy? Many of the audience after viewing the movie also had many weird and paranormal experiences which were like what the family faced in London. Now, in my opinion, all of the Conjuring movies have been a big hit. I love the way they draw on real-life experiences and stories to bring light and show them to a bigger audience. What I really liked within the Conjuring 2 movie is that James Wan wanted to stay as real to the original story and even showed how most of the public in London didn't believe and were sceptics. What was also good was that Wan did highlight the scene where Jeanette was supposedly being possessed by the demonic force while speaking and her hand was in front of her mouth. This also showed the overall contradictions of the whole story and really portrayed how the family were feeling when sceptics were calling them a bunch of crazies. I did also like how they didn't add too much non-factual scenes and did like that they did pull and draw back to other real-life events such as the Amityville Horror House. Lastly, the use of real-life pictures also lingered in my mind and in others as it does show how the family were tormented and scared to live in their so-called house. One piece of evidence I thought was extremely excellent which one used was the tape recording of Jeanette talking while being possessed. Now, I know what you're waiting for. Yes, I do believe the Enfield hauntings were 100% real, as other members of the public also heard and saw what was happening, and there is way too much evidence, such as voice recordings and pictures, to say otherwise. But again, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. If you girls haven't watched The Conjuring series or The Conjuring 2, I would highly recommend watching them within this spooky season. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode, which will be based on Australia's most famous cemeteries. Stay cool, girls. Danny is signing out.